Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about dealing with grief through the holidays. The reason that I came up with this topic for today is actually quite sad and tragic. As you know, I am a teacher, and in our particular school district, there was a snow day yesterday, and a tragic accident happened during the snow day. There were some young girls who were riding on an ATV, and the ATV, um, I think it flipped over, and one of the young girls didn't survive, and she was in junior high. And it's a very sad, sad situation. But also, and that's not even the only thing that's happened recently that's really, really sad. Also in our town, there was uh, another young man who's only two years older than me who had uh, committed suicide around this time too. And for some reason, and I don't know why, it's just when tragedy strikes and it's close to a holiday, it just seems that much worse. But I know that there's a lot of people who listen to my podcast who have lost someone close to them. And it makes it really difficult when the holidays come around because it is supposed to be a very happy time and a joyous occasion. But when you are missing and longing for your loved one who is no longer here, it can be very painful. And the holidays for some people just are not joyous because they carry with them this heavy burden or this hole in their heart or their soul where this loved one once was. And I understand that. I really do. I remember when my papa died, it was two days before my eighth birthday. And so for a couple of years after that, my birthday was kind of a, a tough time because even though I should be excited, it's my birthday, and I was, it also was a reminder to me that, oh, this was the time that, you know, Papa passed away. You know, he died around this time this year. So I know that for the holidays, it's the same for a lot of people. It reminds them of what they don't have with them anymore. So I thought that today I would dedicate this episode to talking about how to work through grief. And, you know, maybe it's not even the loss of a loved one that people grieve at the holiday. I think some people also grieve the fact that they don't have the family that they truly want to have. I know that for some people, when they have family that they're just not close to, that's another loss. And you can feel grief in that way as well. You know, feeling like you're losing out on not having the family that other people have and it isn't fair, those kinds of things, that also causes grief around the holiday. So today I'm going to give you some tips for how to get through the holidays and to move through this grief. It's absolutely okay for you to grieve through the holidays. I want you to understand that. I know that people will tell you, you've got to get over it. You've got to get over it. And that's them telling you that from their own experience, because either they've never experienced a loss or 
they just want you to be happy and they're feeling like the best way to make you back to normal is to tell you to get over it. And that's just from a lack of experience. So if people tell you that, don't take it personally, you know, don't get upset at those people. It's just that they don't understand what you're going through and they're just trying to help you or they think they're trying to help you in the best way that they know how, which is basically they're clueless. They don't know how to help you and that's why they're saying that and it seems insensitive, but it's really just a lack of understanding. Don't worry about those people. It's absolutely okay for you to grieve. Nothing says that just because it's Christmas Day, you're not going to feel grief, that you have to be sunshine and rainbows all day and you're going to be happy. It does not. There's no rule that says that. You feel what you feel, you know, and everyone experiences grief differently. And sometimes you're fine and all of a sudden it just washes over you like a wave and it just hits you and you just want to break down and start crying. And that's okay. Sometimes I really truly believe that when we feel our loved ones close to us, we feel that grief because I think that we're feeling their energy and it makes us feel sad that we don't feel that all the time. So if you feel just sudden waves of grief coming over you, to me personally, I think that happens to me most when I know my loved ones are actually around me because I do believe that they come around us and they visit us and they watch over us. So when you feel that way, it's okay to experience that grief, but then maybe also tell yourself, my loved one is still with me because they are. You know, it's hard for our human brains to understand that they haven't really gone anywhere. They're in a different form. They're in their soul form, which we can't physically see here on earth. So that can be difficult for us, but they're still with us, very much so, very much alive, and we still will see them, you know, one day when we cross over too. So it's okay to feel the grief, but understand that they are still very much with you. The other thing that I think is important is to understand that it's okay to remember who they were and the times that you had when they were here. That actually helps us through the grief when we do that. And one of the things that I really love is doing things that make us remember. So maybe get together with other people who also were very close to this person and just tell stories about them and laugh and have fun remembering who they were while they were here. Because I think that helps us, or at least it does me. It helps me to remember the good times, you know, or even even the bad times, too. We can now look at those times, too, in a different way, you know, like, hey, remember that time we got in that fight and how stupid that was? But, wow, you know, just remembering the times we had with that person. And one of the things I think is really cool is if you can do something, like, create something from that person's memory. I love scrapbooking. And one of the things that we did whenever my aunt passed away was we got together and we went through all the old photos that my cousin had. And she had so many photos, but it was a lot of fun, you know, and it was great to visit with family and to go through those photos and 
remembering what was happening when we took those photos. Like, oh, do you remember that Christmas Eve? Oh, yeah, remember that birthday party? So going through photos and maybe making a scrapbook or a page or something out of your memories. I love that idea because for me, it's like you're creating something positive out of all of that grief, that energy of grief. And you may find that when you're doing that and you guys are enjoying it and having a good time, you may notice that your loved one's presence is around you because I truly believe when we get together and we have parties and that, they show up to be like, hey, we're still here. But it would be you know, a way for you to, to talk, to tell your stories and to get out those emotions. And it's okay if you cry, you know, it's okay. I think that, you know, laughter through tears. I love that line in the movie Steel Magnolias. I think it's Dolly Parton's character that says that. She's like, laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. But it's true, you know, when you laugh and then you cry and then you get out all of those emotions and it helps you to feel better. And I think it helps you feel like, that you know your loved one isn't really gone. You know, they're still around when we do things like that. And I think that there's also a lot of healing in being around others who also knew that person. And it's just, it's good for everyone to visit and to get that out. And the holidays, what a great time. I mean, if you don't want to do this at, you know, the family holiday party, maybe just have a small gathering where you do this because... You know, people will understand, honestly, that you need to get this out. It's just natural. It's only human. One of the things that you need to understand is that grief is a process. And many different things might trigger you. I mean, you just never know what will trigger you when you see a commercial on TV or you see a memory pop up on Facebook, I mean, there are a lot of things that can happen throughout your day that might trigger you to experience this loss and this grief. And the thing is, when you see something, sometimes it feels like a loss all over again. And I understand that. You're not alone. There's so many people who experience grief. You know, we all do. There's not a person who gets through this earth without losing someone they love. It's just part of the process. And one of the things that I think is so great are there are a lot of great support groups out there. So if you have lost a loved one, maybe go and try to find a support group, a grief support group, because, you know, going through it alone isn't always the best, you know? You need other people to talk to, to share your stories, to share your ideas. Oftentimes when I work with people who are going through the grieving process, all they really want to do is talk. That's really all they need. They don't need me to fix anything. They really just want me to listen to them. And they share their story and how they're dealing with it. It's 90% of them just talking, and that's perfectly fine. Part of the process is you have to be able to express your emotions and what you're going through. And, you know, there's a, a process to that, too. You know, there's denial, there's anger, there's acceptance. I mean, there's a whole list of the grieving process, 
and you go through different stages at different times and sometimes we can feel like we're starting to accept it and then all of a sudden we get angry again and we're like, this isn't fair, why did this happen? And we go back and repeat some of those steps again. It is a process and there's not a timeline that you have to be through it. For some people, I know people who spend most of their lives and they have never gotten through the grieving process. And for me, my hope is that people get through it to understand that life can still be good, life can still go on, but I understand how hard that is for some people to to grasp and to, to get. But I don't want people going through life suffering. And if you stay stuck in any one phase of your life, that's what you're doing. It's like you're torturing yourself. And your loved one would not want that. Your loved one would not want to see you spend all of your days crying and upset and angry and just feeling like terrible because that's how it makes you feel when you're stuck in those different stages of the grief process. So it's super important for you to seek help if you feel like you're stuck. You know, I can't get through this. I feel angry and I'm stuck in this spot where I'm just angry all the time. Then yes, seek help. You know, and again, those support groups are great for that. And you can go and talk to people who are dealing with the same thing that you are. And I really feel like talking about it is key. But I also know that there are people who don't want to do that. You know, they'll say, I don't want to share my feelings. I don't want to be touchy-feely. And I get that too. Again, everyone will experience their process differently. The important thing is not to try to push down your feelings because that isn't healthy. And your feelings don't magically disappear and go away. They just get pushed down deeper and then when breaking point they're just going to come tumbling out and you can't control it and if you actually go through the process and talk about your feelings and go get help that is what's going to help you and to make you feel better and the important thing to remember is you may always still feel this pain inside you and that's okay you know your loss is there it's not going away that pain may stay with you But it is working through the pain. And again, don't let anyone tell you that you have to be healed by a certain time or that you have to feel better. It's your process. And you may deal with it differently than your spouse or, you know, or your friends or your other, whoever is sharing this grief with you, you may deal with it in different ways than they do. That's okay. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. Be patient and gentle with yourself. If you have a day where you feel like you just need to stay home and cry, that's fine. You know, it's okay. Do it. But when that becomes days and weeks and months and you find that you can't get out of bed, you can't get... Now we're talking about depression, which is something that's different. And losing someone, the grief can turn into a long-term depression. And when you start to notice that, that is when it's time to go seek professional help. But having a day where you just feel like you can't get out of bed and you have to grieve, that's normal. 
It's perfectly normal. And honestly, depression after the loss of someone is normal too. I'm not saying that's not normal. I'm just saying that's something you need to seek help for. But having a day where you just need to stay to yourself, that's okay. Take that day. Take the time that you need. It's working through that whole dealing with the grief, you know, working through the process of grieving. And you have to be gentle and kind with yourself. Again, my suggestion to you would be find people you can talk to. Go and share all the wonderful memories you had. Or if you just want to vent, you know, if you want to say, you know, people feel like they can't say, why God? There's nothing that says you can't question God. Of course, when things are taken away from us, we wonder, why did that happen? Why did that have to happen? We don't understand with our human minds why things happen. And we won't understand, for many of us, when we're on this earthly plane, we won't understand why things happen. And it won't be until we move on to this next world that we finally understand why things had to happen and that's another part of the process of, you know, people want to question, why did this have to happen? It isn't fair. And I understand that too. And that's perfectly okay to feel that way. But again, that's one of the stages of grief is anger. It's anger. And you need to talk to someone and you need to get out that anger and just be able to say, look, I'm pissed off. I'm so mad. This isn't fair. Get it out, and then you can move on to the next stage. It's like peeling away the layers of an onion. You feel like you finally got one layer taken care of, and oh, there's another one. And that's really, that is the healing process for everyone. When it's grief or when it's just dealing with inner wounding, you know, inner childhood wounding, we all deal with it in that same way. It's a process that... You peel away one layer and then you find three more, you know? And you just have to be patient with yourself, patient with the process. And there's so many tools out there that we can use to to help us. There's a lot of tapping out there, the emotional freedom technique. And you can do a YouTube search. Again, Brad Yates does a lot of them. And there are specific ones for grief. And I know when you're in the process, you'll be like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to tap. I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to bury my head and pray that I don't wake up. That's probably what you're thinking. And I understand that. But if you can pull yourself out long enough to just go get your phone, get on YouTube and do a YouTube search for tapping for grief, it really does help. And you may do it once and be like, oh, well, I feel a little better, but I still do it again. Do it again. There are meditations out there that you can do as well. Search for guided meditations to relieve grief, processing grief. One of the things you can do too is write. I think that writing is such a healing tool. And there have been so many people who have written and they just started out writing just to help themselves to process 
what they were going through. And then it ended up being a book, you know, that helped others. So some of us were being called to write about our experiences because we're actually going to end up helping other people in that process. That's what it was for me. I had all of these emotions built up because of my first marriage and how awful and crappy it was and it wasn't fair. You know, I had to go through the grieving process for that because it wasn't fair that I ended up in this toxic marriage where I was made to feel like crap all the time and then he was just the worst and you know, it for me just started off being something I was doing that was cathartic, you know, it was healing to me was helping me to feel better and it was helping me to process my own grief and my own frustration and my own healing and in the end it ended up being a book so I would start start writing you know doing automatic writing or doing writing about what you're feeling getting it out that really does help another thing that you might want to think about doing is going and just pampering yourself to make yourself feel better. Reiki sessions are great because it helps to balance our emotions. I've done a lot of Reiki sessions with people who are dealing with grief. And the great thing about a session with me is at the end, I will always take you on a guided meditation. And I've had people tell me that at the end of their guided meditation, they saw their loved one, you know, and their loved one gave them a message And they left feeling so much better for that. And I think that's part of it too. I think once we understand and we see our loved ones and we talk to them and we know, hey, we're still here. I know you miss us, but we're still here. I think that helps people too. Um, You know, you can talk to your spiritual team. Ask them to help you get through this. You can ask for signs from your loved one just to let you know that, hey, I'm okay or I'm here with you. And then be open to looking for those signs. You know, there's so many things we can do. But I would say the most important thing is to give yourself space and give yourself time. You don't have to feel like you have to put on a show for everyone. And maybe it's just telling your family members, look, I know I look like I'm a huge mess, but I promise you that I am doing okay. I'm just dealing with this in the way that I know how. I'm getting through it the best way that I can. And I don't need you to do anything except just be here for me and support me and love me and that's all I need from you. Because I think, you know... Our loved ones, it's their natural response to worry about us and to want to make sure we're okay. And for some people, that ends up being smothering, right? They get in your face like, are you okay? Are you doing okay? And some people are like, I just need my space. I just need you to back off a little bit. So just be honest with people. Or if you need people to step up and be there for you, just to have somebody to talk to, let them know that too. Look, I'm okay, but I really could use somebody to talk to. I really just need to talk about my feelings or I really just need to, I want to have a session where we can get together and talk and laugh and enjoy all the memories of, you know, our departed loved one. Whatever it is you need, speak your truth, speak up, be honest with people and just let them know. And again, if it is beyond the scope of I'm able to handle this myself, reach out to professionals and seek help. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. 
nothing at all. It's not a sign of weakness. It is actually a sign of strength to say, I don't have all the answers, but I need to find someone who maybe does or can help me. That's a sign of true strength. So be an advocate for yourself. Speak your truth. Be gentle and kind with yourself. And it's okay to feel your emotions. Acknowledge them. Feel them. Process them. That's where a lot of people stop is they have the feelings, they acknowledge them, and they stay right there. They just stay in bed and cry and cry and cry and never move past it. You've got to process it. You've got to work through it. And I say this to you as someone who deeply understands the pain that it causes. And for me, one of the most painful times for me, I was only eight years old. So I didn't even have the proper tools to understand grief or get through grief. So as an adult, I, I was still going back and processing the grief that I felt way back then because I didn't understand as a child how to move through grief. I didn't understand what was happening at all. And it was hard for me to get through that. So even I still have times where I have to process grief still. And that's okay. We all get through it. And you're going to make it through the other side. You're going to be okay. Your loved one is right there with you. They are still with you. Loving you from the other side. And will be there to greet you when it's your turn to come and meet them. So take care of yourself. Be gentle and kind on yourself. Take the time that you need. Use the tools that are free and available to you. And if you need anything from me, if you'd like to work with me or you want to book a Reiki session, I am here. All you have to do is contact me. We can set up a session for you, any kind of session you need, whether it's like a coaching counseling session or Reiki or whatever. And I am praying for anyone who is out there today who is going through grief. I pray for you. I send you positive energy, loving energy and healing energy. Know that I am in your corner. I am behind you 150% sending you healing every day. You're going to get through this. You're going to be okay. All right. You are deeply loved. Never forget that. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. And the card I pulled is from my Money and the Law of Attraction deck by Esther and Jerry Hicks. It's the law of attraction response to my vibration. A belief is nothing more than a chronic pattern of thought. And you have the ability, if you try even a little bit, to begin a new pattern, to tell a new story, to achieve a different vibration, and to change your point of attraction. The law of attraction is responding to your vibration, and you can easily change your vibrational point of attraction by visualizing the lifestyle you desire and holding your attention upon those images until you begin to feel relief, which will indicate that a true vibrational shift has occurred. I love that. And it's so true. We really do attract everything into our life with our vibration. So keep focusing on the positive. 
you'll be attracting more of that in. I want to thank you guys so much for being with me today. I hope that you have an amazing day. If you like this podcast, please share it with others. If you, um, if you subscribe and share it with others, that helps me so much. And I want to thank you, all of you who have already done that. And I also would like to add that if you know anyone who might need some help or might want to work with me, please share my information for that as well. All of my contact information is in the description to the podcast. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook Mondays at 530 Central, and I also upload videos to Instagram. So if you want free readings for the week, just go there. I want to thank you so much for being with me. I am sending you so many blessings, and I will see you again soon. Bye.